0: Hey y'all! Guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves saves the the World. That's right.
1: How is the winter of our digital discontent? Welcome to The Grolic Saves the World. My name's Adam Caton-Holland. My
0: name is Ben Roy. And I'm Andrew Hall. Oh. Wow. Ugh.
1: And this is the podcast where we better the world around us by bettering ourselves, but do we?
2: Adam, are you okay? Adam... I'm sorry, this tone we're, is We're getting into Charlie Brown uh, Christmas season, and you know how Adam, Adam gets. You Sing your Charlie Adam Brown gets. song. It
0: always makes me Christmas so... Christmas time again. Yeah,
2: it's a mood, and this. Adam is it for November through December. This is what we get. Yeah, this just, is it. This is he's all i capable uh, of
1: mustering. It's, <laughs>
2: it's sweater
1: season. Yeah. I walk outside my front door. I just I get wistful, and I,
2: I, I walk out every morning, and I go... I saw Adam the other day crunching up dried leaves and then just inhaling them, not like yeah. smelling them, but like inhaling them. It was he, fucked up.
0: He has a number of pillows on his couch that are just filled with dried leaves from his. He mom. just likes the crunch. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: And they say things like "Don't forget to breathe" and "And love with everything you got." Like they're just messages.
3: <laughs>
2: Those two oh, pillows got for... Pretty drastically different advice, but I like that you're covering all Don't the bases. to breathe, love with everything you got. I live my life according to two rules.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I want to keep this going towards the holiday season as we're heading towards that and marching this, towards it. Marching towards it, and this is kind of a challenge for Andrew and I. A challenge. Oh, cool. I'll take a knee. Fuck. Later, dudes. Ron, can you do a door <laughs> slamming?
2: And uh, I'm out. <laughs> (laughs) Adam, you should go see a movie. I mean, you've got all this new free time. No, no. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm going to go for a walk.
0: Adam, stay around to make sure we're still on time. Um, Andrew, I've noticed that you and I tend to talk about our pasts as if they are the most catastrophic (laughs) pasts of all time. (laughs) Whenever we talk about them, we literally share nothing good and we're comedians
2: do you know what we do we're comedians i know
0: i know i know (laughs) but i'm also as you guys know not mentally well at times lately oh here we go Do not give me! Don't give me your cartoon bear voice. Do not. Oh, well, here we
2: go. Got to listen to Ben talk about his mental woes while I'm just I trying to
0: find a beehive
2: to chew on.
0: I don't like depressed Dave the bear. I don't like him. I find him to be. Well, he's not of,
1: depressed. He pulls you out of the depression. Yeah,
2: he's I a fun just went into the woods. I find Ben crying in here all the time. hey buddy, come, come over here. I pick him up. Like I coddle him like a baby, I walk him out. There's no time for this. You need to pack on
1: cows
3: for hibernation season. Follow me. Do what I do, buddy. Just sleep through winter.
1: Is that why bears? That is why bears hibernate. They get so depressed if they stay
2: awake. Yeah, they're, they're next level. They know you're not missing shit. Just go to bed. Yeah, dude. Get fat. Go to bed.
0: Grizzly Gary, the good time bear, is trouncing through the woods. <laughs> um, no, we 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 do In all seriousness, Andrew. We tend to talk so much shit about our past. I've been going through therapy, and I realized. I've started for years just telling this narrative about my past and everything that, you know, is is largely based on some traumatic things. And, Adam, I think you said it very succinctly and beautifully in your book. Oh,
1: you're talking about Tragedy Plus Time available everywhere? You get it through Simon & Schuster?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bud. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Just Tragedy Plus Time by Adam Caden, all available everywhere.
0: (laughs) You activated him. (laughs) Um, but you said it beautifully that trauma has a way of shattering nostalgia. No, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it.
1: Like, I obviously went through some traumatic stuff as well, losing my sister. And for a while, and part of the, a lot of the therapy I did was was getting back to realizing my childhood didn't have anything to do with it. Because when something terrible happens, like, like happened to you, Ben, you're like, you tend to blame everything. It's like, okay, everything's tainted. If the end result was this, then that. Entire landscape, that entire period was fucked up beyond repair. Exactly. And I did a lot of work being like, no, no, a terrible thing happened to your sister. It didn't have to do with like your house, your upbringing. It had to do with mental illness. And right. I think that's kind of the same for you. Ben, a terrible thing happened to you, but but it wasn't
0: necessarily a result. And I tend to see every event leading up to that or afterwards as either being a part of the reason it happened or everything that happened after is is a result of everything that happened to me which is just not true the event is isolated and sure some of it shaped where i went but some of it was you know just just because it was that's just how Yeah. that's too black
1: and white it's like things are way more layered and nuanced than that right Uh, yeah and i had the same thing it's like oh it's it all led to this it all resulted from that well that's just too simple of an appraisal you know
0: and Andrew's upbringing, as we're learning, was horrifically traumatic.
2: Because <laughs> <And laughs> of the Christ King. Right. Because I was a seventh grade janitor. Deal with it. I was cool. <laughs> I don't like when you say that. Don't Seven- give away our script
1: title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a seventh grade janitor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what I've been talking in therapy about and reading about is that reframing your memories, focusing on good memories singular good memories from your childhood can help you see that there were positive moments and to try to focus on some of those as well. So what I suggest for this challenge is that we take a quick break. And when we come back, we try to bring a few memories from our childhood that were positive. Try to focus on the positive. Andrew, do you think that this is
2: something you can do?
0: (laughs) because i think that's the big thing here
2: uh yeah Yes, I'll bring a few good memories from my childhood <laughs> if I have to. How about that
1: summer you ran away with that Dust Bowl Circus? Remember, yes. That was a good time. You had a good couple of months with them. <laughs> that would have ruled,
0: actually. I would have done it. I would have <laughs> and done you were pretty excited when the Emancipation Proclamation All right, was fuck signed. fuck you. And- Why, don't Why? We, you're fired up. Why don't we listen you to this? You were fired some- <laughs> up. <laughs> no, that's what I'm going to say. A very easy chow chow. There may be, I think we're all going to have our hands firmly lodged on the earnestness horn button. Yeah, ready to pull the e-brake earnestness yeah, horn. Yeah, the e-brake earnestness horn on this one. <laughs> I say, yes, let's take a quick break. Let's come but back. Wait, Andrew
1: has not said a word about how he feels about this challenge. And, yeah. And let's get to it, Andrew.
2: What do you think? I think this will be a good challenge. I do agree. I I tend to tell the negative stories because a they're funnier than the positive stories and B they're usually more interesting. Like, Oh, check this terrible thing that happened out. I definitely, when I, when I just scan my childhood memories, There are a lot of quote unquote bad or awkward or awful memories and way, way fewer bright memories that kind of pop out. So I think this will be a good challenge. And I do, I definitely do what Ben is describing. I always attributed it to using humor as that decoding language. And also then just as I got into comedy and storytelling, just like, hey, this makes for good story. I I like sharing this, and and in the act of, like, sharing it, it might be, like, this, like, awful story that happened to me, but if I could share with people and we, like, laugh about it, it always felt kind of cathartic in that way of, like, unpacking it, but it's true, like, in our line of work, telling positive memorable stories is not what we do, so I think it will be a healthy challenge. You don't
1: read a memoir of just, like, and then I scored the winning goal. Like, no, you don't want to, you want to hear... You know,
2: Andrew is working on, though. I was a teenage. And then I scored the winning goal. You can, too, with my program. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) definitely what it feels like when you start talking positive about your pet. It feels like you're trying to sell somebody something. um, And, you know. I'm trying to sell people on don't have a childhood. That's where oh no, child came out of, you came yeah. out
2: of an egg as an adult, Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard story to buy, but in today's day and age, more and more people are believing it. So <laughs> creation, I believe. I believe Ben was
1: an 18 year old egg man, and I think if you don't believe it, I got some websites that yeah. are pretty
2: convincing as well as memes. Prove like me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will be a good challenge for listeners too, because we've got the holidays right around the corner. And I think when you spend time with loved ones, you often see those memories of your childhood. And We also hang specific memories from our childhood on our loved ones. Oh, fuck. And then we kind of That's so define true. them that way. And so maybe digging around in the memory vault and reordering things and, and looking for, for positives could even change some of those totally, dynamics totally. yeah and when your family gets to harping on
0: fucked up shit you did or whatever you know really focusing maybe on negative things as well being able to hey remember when we actually had fun this time you know like yeah but re- papa re- papa remember when i brought the goose papa what about when <laughs> i brought the adam goose? you're not see this is where you go back to the comedy <laughs> thing <But> <laughs> papa <laughs> There was one year I brought the goose.
2: <laughs> I mean, they say I'm old, but that's one of Adam's favorite childhood memories, and that's from the 1700s. You did I have a go You had it. a I goose, though, I had to go though, kill Adam. this goose. I had to go wring its neck. I had to no, kill it with No, Adam,
1: you hands had a goose. bring it back.
2: I remember I you, you. We had a you, goose
1: named Penelope. She yeah. was a really, really nice goose.
2: And Adam killed it for the Christmas feast. They made Adam <laughs> do it because he was their <laughs> least favorite
1: child. Yeah, ugly memory. Sorry, we'll keep it positive. Okay.
0: Let's do this. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll share some positive childhood memories. And can not we make just-
3: them up? <laughs> Adam, uh, question
0: for the child. Can we make yeah. them up?
1: Can,
2: can, <laughs> can we- <laughs> Why don't
0: we That's do this? Sad. Why don't we listen to some live stand-up comedy from our live show that happens live the last Saturday of every month at the world-famous Sorry, I asked questions. Sorry, I pushed the pod in new directions. Live, 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 live. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna listen to some brandy posy, and when we come back, all positive. Let's be sitting in the marigold field
2: of our pasts. Come on, y'all. Marigold stink, kind of. I think there's leftover landmines in my marigold field. Let's stay tuned. Andrew, try.
4: My brother's Christmas present to me was dinner for two at Applebee's on Christmas Eve. And like, while we're there, he was like, hey, this might be weird, but could you take a look at my OkCupid profile? Nobody's writing back to me. (laughs) I was like, okay, baby brother. That's weird. Like my first memory of my brother is like me pushing his baby walker out the front door because I wanted to be an only child for a little bit longer. Like, then he learned what stoning was in Sunday school, and I just, like, tried to do it to me for five years of our childhood. But it's like, yeah, sure. I'll help make you more fuckable to strange women on the Lord's birthday. That feels like the way to spend Christmas. Let's take a look. So I looked at his profile, and I was like, well, maybe we don't mention alcohol five times in three paragraphs. <laughs> While also making our screen name Crunked on a Mountain. <laughs> that... <laughs> Like, do you want a girlfriend or a bro? What are you doing right now? That's not how you're gonna get a good lady. What are you doing? He started getting really mad at me, and I was like, calm down, calm down. Maybe I'm not the one that should be giving you that advice. Think about it. And he was like, ugh, you're right. Like, I'd never think about dating somebody like you. Which shouldn't have bothered me, because he is my brother. But it still kind of did, because fuck you, dude. Even with incest, you can do worse than this. <laughs> Got all of my teeth my car's paid for, and I hold down two jobs. <laughs> And then I realized I was making that argument over an Applebee's two for 20. (laughs) And it's like an awkward moment in your life when you realize that one of the main reasons that you and your sibling never hooked up is because you're just not each other's types.
1: (laughs) Hey.
0: How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? (sighs) Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic
2: Saves. I do want to sign up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I rarely, Adam, you know I rarely start the second half. Here we go. Don't forget Mm -hmm. to breathe. Love with everything you got. You got this. this. Memories like the corner of my mind, sweet pearly memories. Hey, y'all! Welcome back to the (laughs) Grolic Saves the World. Uh, Eerie, God, we are eerie eerie rendition. That was great, dude. Thanks. That was great, Biden.
2: and thanks for the support. Yeah, we I'm have here. shaken the memory litter box and <laughs> taken out some choice golden nuggets. You thought they'd be cat poops? They're not. They're golden nuggets that we put into this cat box. To and find Andrew, later. we've been saying okay, for a while, okay. you
0: got to stop keeping the trace amounts of gold. I you can hide my valuables
2: the- wherever I want, Ben. <laughs> it's the last place people will look—the cat box. <laughs> They just see a lump. They don't know it's a fucking stack of bills. They have no fucking idea. You know how much much valuable I have in this cat box? I don't even have a cat.
0: Yeah, are you bringing in other people's cat shit? You
3: can do whatever you want.
2: It's his house. It's his house,
3: Dad. He can do whatever he wants in there. You think somebody's gonna pick up
2: cat poop to get a gold watch under it? No, I'll tell you right now they won't. All right, for
0: you second halfers, those folks who skip the first half of the show and only go straight skip the first half. It goes straight to the second half. (laughs) Uh, uh, We set about in the first half to try to reframe our pasts. By finding some positive memories from our childhood. Yes. Um, yes. Adam, obviously, we know his life up until this point. Swish, Stop. We get it.
3: Stop it. very, very few bad
0: things have ever happened. To Adam. Yeah, sure, no. sure. Uh, but uh, we really want to try with this, guys, to find some happy memories and to focus on that. And, and this was largely aimed at Andrew and I, who seem to only talk negative about our childhoods when it is just not the case. There were some bright moments. We hope that uh, over the break, you thought of some yourself, maybe uh, you listeners out there. Uh, maybe you found some if your childhood had some traumatic stuff. Maybe you found some bright spots. Think on that. But um, were you both able during the break to think of some? Yes. Yes,
1: I was. and were you? Found a few.
2: Found a All few. right.
1: I don't think we need to sound an earnestness horn by any means. I do think producer Ron should hang around it. He should vape around
2: the horn. <laughs> Just vape, have a vape break around yeah. the horn. And be ready to and sound producer it. Producer I mean, Ron's got we'll one of those just, we'll, big we'll vapes, it. the kind you can't even put in your pocket. It's like it's yeah, a two-hander. Yeah, it looks like
0: the Ricola horn. It looks, it like, looks a like a muffler that. on yeah. a
2: car, but then it's got that little sipper for him. It's huge. It,
0: yeah, it's a catalytic converter that he's using. Yeah, you're missing one out of your Toyota
2: premise. <laughs> premise. Yeah, <Our> Toyota <laughs> premise. <laughs> <laughs> premise. <laughs> kind of like what I'm driving for this uh, B-grade bit we're riffing on. Let's do uh. it. <laughs> Anders, 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 cruising around Rift City in his Toyota Premise. <laughs> that Ron is vaping. It is the go-to cab- car of, of
1: improvers. Yeah. You fit about eleven people
2: in there. <laughs> a Toyota so Premise.
0: So efficient to roll around the narrow streets of Rift City <laughs> in a Toyota Premise. So fuel oh, efficient. Um, amazing. <laughs> all right. Well, who wants to go first? Uh, do you want me to start it? Since it was my my challenge should I? Yeah, I think that's the rule, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hit us absolutely. with the
0: a, a, a marigold. I got to be yeah. honest with you both. This, as a comedian, feels as embarrassing as talking positive about my body. Right? It's not. It's not where we go
1: normally. This is not the place we mine for interesting stories. Yeah. All right.
0: I'll start. One of my favorite memories growing up in early grade school, or maybe even around kindergarten, and maybe even before. I, I, I. It's as early as I can. Remember when I lived in Nashville, New Hampshire, which is where I first grew up, my dad used to every Saturday morning, we would get up and just he and I would drive over to Mr. Donut and pick up a dozen donuts for the family for the morning. And it was like a thing that my dad and I did, you know, it was like, come on, kiddo. My brother wasn't allowed to go. Fuck you, Bob. (laughs) You know, you weren't allowed to be there. And it was just me and my dad, and he'd let me sit in the front seat, which I'm sure was probably illegal at the time. And uh, we would drive to Mr. Donut, and it always smelled so, you know, like the smell of a donut shop. You're asking
1: if Andrew Overdahl knows the smell of a donut <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think Andrew knows his way
2: around those smells. I don't know if you're talking about my work history or my eating habits, but either way, <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: oh god he wears crawler
2: cologne (laughs) crawler cologne (laughs) that is my favorite donut i'd probably wear it if they had it is it really is that your favorite donut french crawler any day any day, uh, so good. Mine's
0: just a a plain old chocolate glazed donut. I like the nothing wrong with that. Uh, like nothing wrong. Adam, that. what's your go to donut?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a basic bitch too, but I'll go between. I'll alternate between the cake, chocolate, and like the beer. Uh, all right. Like a
0: glazed type. donut. Great, ah, yeah. I don't like a cakey chocolate donut. I like a clean honey glaze or a chocolate glaze. Or if I'm feeling real squirrely when I was a kid, the Boston cream was my favorite or an eclair. I liked a nice eclair. Now, yeah, when you're a kid, you like
1: those fillings. I love the simplicity of that. And as someone with young boys, like whenever we go to the mountains, we stop at Lamar's donuts and Malcolm's like excited. He's like, if we're going to the mountains, we're going to get a donut. I'm like, absolutely, bud. And we don't, we just, I just get him one. I get one, but he's already got. that He's in his gonna head,
0: remember right. that. That's a thing for sure. And that smell of Lamar's will stick with him. I, I, remember. I still remember where Mister Donut was. I went to Nashua recently, and I was able to find it. And I haven't lived there in you know four, like three and a half. Decades. Is it still a donut place? You, no, 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 no. It's gone now. Room. I mean, it would but be
2: broken, and yeah, I broke,
0: broke into <laughs> the old apartment remember that song adam i have God, no I idea what you're song. singing
1: buddy we've talked about it on the what pod. a
0: beautiful song
1: ben i'm just picturing ben sucking his thumb through a donut that he brought <laughs> in the
2: floor of an abandoned building that's happily in his half sounds life. like an advertisement for maine uh, uh,
0: <laughs> but, but um, but anyway, thanks, pops, for that memory. That's one, and for making it's that a, a routine memory. because that stuck with me. I loved
2: that, Dad.
0: Uh, all right, Andrew, wait, what great, was yours? Andrew. You said it this is one. Nicely.
2: This is one I actually wasn't gonna share because it it's very short. So I'll share it, and then I'll share the memory that I actually wanted to share. In second grade, we had a student teacher. His name was Mr. Maxwell. Young guy, great push broom, mustache, very friendly. One day, out of the blue, with no warning, he brought in a deep fryer and made homemade little donuts for everybody in the class. I've never... Like a beignet? ...forgotten it. No, just little round donuts. Apropos of nothing for a bunch of second graders, I still remember it to this day. I've never had like a freshly made donut. Uh, So, Mr. Maxwell, if you're out there, A, you're probably super old now, and B... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about Uh, your body. thanks, Uh (laughs) Thanks for those donuts. I never... Forgot that. What a surprise. But the better memory that I wanted to share when I was around this time, probably in first grade, we would carpool with this kid named Peter, who was one of my best friends. And one morning, for some reason, uh, my mom had never done this and she never did anything like this afterward. Uh, She got me up extra early. We went and got Peter and then we went and got like some kind of breakfast. It was either Donuts from a donut shop, McDonald's. I don't remember that particular, but we went to Wash Park and when the water is low in Wash Park... Uh, around autumn and uh, winter, you can walk out to this little island at the south end of the park. We called it Monkey Island. I don't know if that was actually the name of it, but you could walk out to that island. And my mom walked us out to that island on this like little pathway between the water. And we had breakfast on that island in the dark what? before school. Whoa. And I can still remember like how... like unusual and weird and exciting it was. Um, And I've, like, asked my mom about it, and she doesn't seem to even, like, really... like recollected that's the but.
0: craziest thing about memories like that is they're so profound and impactful for you they'll stick out just like this spike in your memory and then you'll ask your parents and you'd be like hey remember that that was so important to me and they'll be like oh I don't remember that.
2: yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i guess I, I guess you did that i don't know where. but that was like not our style growing up, we would have breakfast at home, go to school. It wasn't like, "Hey, let's wake up extra early and have a pre-dawn picnic on an island in the park." That was like not yeah, the cool. day-to-day vibe in our house. So it definitely it stuck out, and it's uh, the memory will come back every now and then. I'm like, wow, that was like so cool. That was. Were just you just stoked like a, on it when it was happening too? Were you like, yeah, because it was fuck? such a weird, like mysterious thing we were doing. Even going out to that island. I'd never been out to that little island in the lake. And then, I have such a like, problem in my head. I'm like, did you see an owl?
0: Like, <laughs> just like,
2: <Adam>. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any owls. I just remember thinking like, this is unusual. This is wild. This everything about, I it, what was everything about it
0: was going on. You know, it's like kind of crazy to think that maybe something was going on with your mom or in
2: your household. Or I think whatever. it actually might've been with my buddy, Peter. I think it might've been some kind of issue with his mom, like some kind of emergency popped up to where, uh, we had to go pick him up super early. And so my mom was just like restyling. Uh, no, we don't keep in touch. Uh, he'll, yeah, come, into in well, next, he'll come into play in my
0: next, he'll come into play in my next memory. Peter, you're Peter on the on line. The Peter, Peter, <laughs> hey, Peter, thanks Peter, for joining
3: us. Um,
1: how's your mom <laughs> what's going on what happened that morning
2: are you okay if we want to do a bad memory recall i can uh i can tell you more about peter but turns out peter's dad threw peter's mom down the stairs that morning and and like that yeah
1: just, no yeah.
2: peter's dad was our scout master though and it turned out he molested a bunch of the cubs so kind of a downer adam what's your uh what's your memory? <laughs>
0: And Monkey Island just sank <laughs> below sea
2: level due to Earth's warming. I knew it was going to happen. You guys would keep pushing and prodding <sighs> me, and a bad <laughs> memory would come out. <sighs> <sighs>
0: God
1: shouldn't have opened the door to the Peter riffing. (laughs) Uh, Got
0: too real. Adam, would you like to add something? Sure.
1: One time I was in a Hallmark store. (laughs) No, I remember I drove an ambulance during world war one in Italy and it it hit a bomb. You can't make them up. My leg almost was completely fucked up.
2: No, 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 he's not.
0: I
1: fell in love with my nerves. This
2: is Hemingway. I fell in
1: love with my nerves. Yeah, you
2: can't steal them from Hemingway. Years passed. Adam, past you're
0: mistaking your, your past for Hemingway again. Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> my bad. My B on that one. Um, <laughs> no, I, this is funny how all our memories are connected because my memory, Andrew, takes place at Washington Park as well. It was probably like year three of playing soccer. Like, So I'm like six, seven, eight. And I was starting to really like the sport and getting into it. But I was not scoring. I had never scored a goal. And I was just like really fucking frustrated about it. And I was in my head about scoring. I wanted to score. And I remember it was an early, early game in Washington Park, probably like 7 a.m. on a Saturday. So it was just my dad driving me. And we like were talking about it. And he was very like, it doesn't matter if you score, just try to play good and blah, blah, blah. Like the opportunities will come. And then we get there and there's like, you know, other kids and parents. And for some reason, I just remember my dad like goofing around with me in a way I would goof around with Malcolm, which is like he was like picking me up and like pretending to put me into a big dumpster right there. And all the kids are like, Oh, Adam's dad's a goof like and then he'd hold me over it and pull me out or whatever. And and that was that. And then I just remember like my dad and me being the center of attention for him being goofy. And then that day I, I scored a goal. And then it was just like, fuck, I love this. And I scored two more goals. So the first time I ever scored a goal, I had a hat trick. And I just always remember the morning with my father talking about goals being unimportant, goofing around, and then scoring a hat trick. And wow. I just like, love that memory. It's, and it's, ever yeah. since then,
2: yeah. you had that kind of disturbing tradition of your dad holding you over the dumpster before games. That <laughs> Even as a, every, as a young adult. I would uh, always uh, score. Yeah. Even now in your <laughs> indoor soccer it league. It was very hard... <laughs> Very hard, yeah.
1: Now, when my dad has to come out to the Palladium in uh, it Central hurts Park, his back. and, and, <laughs> and
2: you need dumpster. to stop, <laughs> you need to stop having him hold you over. <laughs> yeah, my seventy-six-year-old daddy comes Johnny, out, and all the all the guys, Johnny laugh. is. Look hobbled. at Johnny
0: Holland. <laughs> I love. Yeah. I love the visual of your tiny gray hair <laughs> dad <tab laughs> trying to waste you over a dumpster before you were a luck. Adam's crushing
2: again. it. It's worth it. <laughs>
1: I'm delighted. <laughs> no, dad, don't, dad, don't throw me away.
3: That's a great. That's is, a great memory. Fucked
1: up. Uh, that, oh yeah, my dad's back is fucked. <laughs> That anyway, it was a really nice. I can imagine. I can remember the frost on the grass. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was one of those types of mornings. And your
0: dad, uh, we've joked about it oft, joked about it on this podcast about how incredibly positive and supportive your dad can be. So I imagine sure, when yeah. you got a hat trick, you were the greatest soccer player to have ever played the game of <laughs> yeah, fucking soccer. I mean. You're gonna get drafted you're going to play in the English premier league.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, it's another real quick, like, cause my dad oft gets painted as a positive trope, but he once fucked with me. I like when I played baseball, I was obsessed with batting average. Cause I'm just like, I read somewhere that Ken Griffey jr. Hit a thousand one minor one little league season. And I was like, I really want to like be in the majors. <laughs> and so I was just obsessed with batting average. And my dad, who's a big baseball player was like, that's gross. And so he just lied to me and told me every time I didn't get a hit, my average cut in half.
3: <laughs> so I was like,
1: what? And so like I thought I was down to like hitting oh eighty or something. But he was just like Fucker, Stop worrying about batting yeah. at her. It was another good lesson It was the other
0: That's some that Each road Suzuki's dad type Mental game shit I love it
1: Yeah 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 uh, But it, he was right though Stop worrying about your fucking stats And play the exactly. game you right. we still pillow, have to too, tell you that Adam On your couch Yeah I
0: think that's on a, uh, That's on one that's of your drives Stop worrying about
1: your stats fucking That's in his <laughs> bedroom
2: Because Adam needs the... that In the bedroom In the boudoir Because yeah, when he's, he's on all his all hands and knees <laughs> Ass up He needs to see that pillow Alright Ben You got another one Katie, I'm just worried about my stats. (laughs) Honey, will you stop (laughs) putting your ass in the air? (laughs) Yeah, I like Andrew's
1: assumption of my approach.
2: Oh, you're getting pegged in this uh, scenario 100%. (laughs) You're getting a good humbling pegging. But I'm
1: still still worried about
2: my stats. Still worried about my stats. God. (laughs) This is um, do, we have, do we have time for another round? I, now I'm feeling it. I think Ben and I should share one more, but definitely not you. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that <tracks>. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I have an I have another one, and this is very simple. Every Tuesday night, and these always involve when I feel like. Uh, at least I came with three, but it, but the the first two I feel like involve um me getting to spend one-on-one time with a parent and i remember every tuesday night for an hour my mom and i just us would sit down and watch macgyver <laughs> amazing that <laughs> and, and it was bef- while i was in grade school before i really like started to notice my my anger and this kind of side of me where i started kind of pushing myself away from my family um these were like Moments where like my mom and I would just my mom may be doing laundry and like folding clothes and it was during the evening, you know, and we would just, we'd just sit and watch MacGyver and it was so strange to me that my mother loved MacGyver as much as
2: I are you kidding? Did. That mullet, the stonewashed jeans? Oh, you oh. think my
0: mom wanted to have <laughs> sex with MacGyver? Uh,
2: ben, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but absolutely. Uh, um, no. Are you kidding me? We are me? alike. God, that's hard. <laughs>
0: she and I are so much alike. You know, people have been saying it and that's why we butted heads when i was a teenager but now i see it we both mm-hmm. wanted to have sex mm-hmm. with macgyver that's why you butted <laughs> heads there <laughs> can only be
1: one lover <laughs>
0: <laughs> i used to love i loved that show macgyver i loved oh, who didn't it's funny that, was great. The, uh, that show was so good and i was thinking back and the memories of watching a TV show that I loved when I was a kid, like appointment TV, like TGIF and shit like that when I was six years old, like. I loved Perfect Strangers, and my mom loved that as well. And we used to watch that show all the time, and it would make me so fucking happy. It's like a fond memory, and uh, and it feels. What's stupid. the theme song?
1: Start me on the th- start me on the theme song to Perfect Strangers.
0: Standing so a, yeah. tall, yes, on the wings, on the wings of, of my dreams. Or something like yeah, rising. Yep, okay, I'm there. Fall. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, not rain of, and thunder, wind and hail, I'm bound.
1: I'm bound for better days. Yeah,
0: it's my, my life. Not, yeah. Like yeah. Sounds yeah, like that's, a Bon Jovi song. Yep. But what was MacGyver? MacGyver was like a techno-y Eighties. Like I didn't yeah. watch
1: MacGyver as much, but I'm wondering how Perfect Strangers stands up. Is it just immigrant basher?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Fucking a hundred percent, set up this dumb immigrant and punch him in the face it, for ten seasons. Probably. like I feel like that's all it yeah, is Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, it was Elf, but with a human. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked it up like, the way he, he would eat
2: those cats. Yeah, I do remember yeah. Balky yeah. would eat cats. <laughs> Balky <laughs> ate yeah. cats.
0: Uh, but yeah, I remember that. That's always been a fond memory, and uh, just something that. That uh, I enjoyed, and I tried to do that with Milo when he was growing up. We we watched Ghost Hunters together uh that was on sci-fi channel we would always once a week watch an episode of ghost hunters and it would scare him and we'd curl up on the couch and he would sit beside me and he would be like is that real and i'd be like i think so dude and we'd both get scared and it was and i i hope it's something that he remembers in the future. He's probably but, talking um, to his
2: therapist at school about it right that. now love that memory, <laughs> 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 andrew you no, no, dose dose what do you got oh a new memory this one uh I think about, pretty often, this is probably one of the better memories from my childhood, when I was in Cub Scouts, the uh, the aforementioned Cub Scouts, there was an annual event, uh, Pinewood Derby Race, if you yes. all spend any time in Scouts, yes. you'd know yeah. this, yes. you build a little race car out of wood and you race it down a very simple track, and it's competitive, there are little medals given out. Uh, for the winners, and there's a
0: lot of very specific things. The specs it has to, to how be the cars weight. Emit. Yeah,
2: yeah, you can't just yep. make any car. They, you, you get the little little block of wood and the, the wheels and everything. And there's certain specs your car has to meet. And you work on it with your parents. Luckily for me, my dad was an aeronautical engineer. So I had an edge that no other child had. uh, And my dad (laughs) made this Pinewood Derby car with me that destroyed the field. It absolutely. (laughs) And I can remember this car so vividly. I don't really remember what I contributed to it other than maybe the paint color. I can definitely remember like standing there like. What's that? Why are we doing that? This and that. Um, but my dad was the absolute brains of that car. He used fishing weights to get to dial in the weight just right. I remember he uh, he cut out the section for the weights in the bottom, so the you know the uh, the center of so they were closer gravity. to the, yeah, to the and, track. And, and he'd use these wow. fishing weights, and it was painted this like. Beautiful blue. It had a very classy yellow racing stripe uh, down the middle of it. It was just like simple, uh, perfect little Pinewood Derby race car. And we won and we won handily. We, what he
0: didn't tell you, Andrew, is he also boosted the car with a couple Pratt and Whitney wasp series, airplane engines. <laughs> and that car, that car, Whoa. that car was, was 684 yeah. miles.
2: <laughs> down that car track. went through the wall of that basement and through a water main. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. <laughs> Did um, your, was your my,
0: dad super proud? Like, was he like, my
2: dad is like super, low emotions if you could believe that and so what? it's hard no. to say <laughs> Andrew, (laughs) what
1: his reaction was? Except when he's retrieving treasure out of the litter box, (laughs) where he's frantic and it's like a lot of emotion. Andrew, like, why go get it out? Why would you put
2: my bonds in this goddamn cat box? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't see it. He didn't see the genius. But I won the little gold medal. I might still have it somewhere in my house. It was very frayed. I kept. I kept it because it was a great, great memory of just like collaborating with my. Dad, on that, I we hadn't really like worked on something before then. And I remember next year, oh, still heady off my victory off destroying everyone. I decided I should be more involved in the design process. So I insisted that our Pinewood Derby look like the DeLorean from Back to the Future, despite my dad's objections uh from a right, design because That point. went in and the movie
0: went nearly 88 miles an hour.
2: <laughs> It, it really and we, lo- we lost. We never were able to pull up the victory again <laughs> due to my involvement. But I can still remember working with my dad on that on that first little car, and and just that feeling of like winning something in in a competition. That was my first like win. Was it like a bonding moment for you two when you were making it? It was for sure. My dad loved to build models he would kind of spend most evenings down in the basement in his like hobby room uh building models uh planes all that kind of stuff and i would sometimes model with him but the vibe was always like this is my time kind of Or yeah or i was like in the way or like the things that i wanted to build models of he wasn't interested in i wanted to build like a robot mech suit and he was doing like world war ii fighter planes and stuff so This was the first thing that I felt like we had, like, collaborated on that we were both uh, interested in, Ah, for sure. I love that. That's great. Pinewood Derby, I remember my brother doing it, and I
0: wanted to do it so bad. Um, But I was never allowed on the Boy Scouts. So, Adam. Wow.
2: um, Jeez. (laughs) I have so many questions, but we don't have that much time. (laughs) Adam.
0: (laughs) Adam. Uh, would you like to share your memory uh, number two?
1: Sure, mine's similar to yours, Ben. And I and I wanted I had a nice memory of my dad, and I figured I'd share one with my mom because I'm a I'm a guilty little guy, and you got to give love to both of the of the parents. You know what I mean? So the the mother memory that I was thinking of was just like I don't know when my mom realized, but like I got really into movies, and I was a film major, and I just liked movies a lot. And so at some point, she just hit she hit upon the fact that our hanging out time should be indie movies. So she would just make time and we would go to independent movies all the time. Like Shea Artiste, Esquire, Mayan, matinees with my mom. She would just be like, let's go. And I can very much remember like seeing Blood Simple, oh, the Coen yeah. Brothers first. Oh, that that's they cool. Like she, she would pick really like, she was kind of educating me. Like, Hey, I read about this in the paper. It seems interesting. I remember going to see the movie sling blade with my mom and it was always just like, yeah. And that was such Southern Gothic. And she kind of grew up in that world. It made her vaguely nostalgic, but yeah, I just remember my mom always being leading the charge saying, Hey, I want to go see this movie. Come with me. And that was just our, this is an
0: interesting one because we talk a lot about your dad because your dad is so gregarious and he's so outgoing and, and he's,
1: well, and he comes around to the shows. My mom doesn't yeah, come
0: around. Yeah, and your mom, she's, I yeah. know, and i met and she's lovely, but much more reserved, much quieter. Yes. So, like, knowing that she fostered and supported that love of film is interesting, because she was a writer, right? Yep, she was a journalist, and, and uh yeah,
1: and I, she's just a really smart woman. I mean, she reads five books a week. She just reads Whoa. all the fucking time. Yeah. But I can just remember the smell of those theaters and I love their little tiny everyone in their town has that little indie theater and there's three in my memory growing up and, and we would just rotate between them depending on what film was there. I remember seeing Amelie with her in one of those theaters. just she always chose good shit. Uh, and she that was a great flick. Amelie's. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so I just remember seeing independent films with my mom and I, and loving
0: it. There's only two other people who intimidate me more than your mom does. And that and that was Lydia and <laughs> Anne. <laughs> yeah, they're like very intellectual, very, very smart. And they scare the shit out
2: of me, you know, like.
1: Yeah, the Kate and Holland women are like, oh, nice to meet you, you're so smart.
2: Yeah, <laughs> every had time had Adam would come to our show and I would see after, she would give me this like a little smile of like, you think you're pretty funny? Okay. <laughs> 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 Definitely the counterbalance. To, Imagine how it works <laughs> for me, <laughs> dudes. Imagine how it works for me. <laughs> it wasn't even like mean, but it was just this like little like, okay, all right. No, I think they're shy
1: and they're sort of like, it's it's the Orber People think that they're standoffish because they're shy or not hearing everything you say. <laughs> yep, true. It's true. the same thing with my parents or with, with my with Lydia and my mom. They were just kind of shy and, and they'd sit and sort of look in what people other people assume is judgment, but it's not necessarily. judgment.
0: Well, I've loved this so far. This is great. This is nice. Right, Adam? It's been nice. It's nice to be nice, and, and that's, that's another pillow. It's another pillow. Yeah, it's
1: nice to be nice. It's not and as remember abrupt that as this, you, the
0: stats pillow that your ass up
1: as for. you prepare to go outside and face another day. Just remember, look at that pillow that, and it's nice to be nice. Be
2: nice to yourself. <laughs> Think
0: of some yes. good memories. Um, I actually I have maybe another memory or two. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Do you have any more? I can keep going, but let's let's uh, let's, put let's,
2: uh, let's, let's put them on Patreon. Let's put them on Patreon. We're going to put a couple I got, I more. Got
0: I got some more memories. We'll Why don't put we a take couple a break? more on Patreon. Um, but so the question always comes up. It always comes up. Does this make the world a better place? And would you continue doing this or will you do this again? I'll go first. Yes, 100%. Uh, I don't know that. We'll do it it again on Patreon that you have to pay for. (laughs) Yeah, baby. I don't know (laughs) that this makes the world a better place only in that maybe it makes me feel more positive for the day. And
2: that I go out and and am in a better mood. Absolutely, It absolutely, and that, yeah. you know, it absolutely makes the world a better place. The, the, the that's the what the world loves the negative view. You know, you look at the news; it is the negative events that have happened, not the positive events that have happened. It is the stories we complain about. We complain to our coworkers. We don't share a great moment that happened. That's just our, the nature of of how. We often communicate. So, does it make the world a better place to switch that lens over to positives? Absolutely, definitely. For sure. And
0: I definitely am going for myself. I think I'm definitely going to try to keep doing this, changing the narrative that I've put in my head, because there are some other uh, great memories, as you'll see if you head over to our Patreon. <laughs> for those of you that don't, you <laughs> fucking ass. Adam, would you, would, you do it, would you do it again?
1: Yes, I would do it again. I like this. This is, gives me a warm feeling, and I feel like I saw sides of both of you I haven't really seen before. And it's just nice to to hear about your memories with your parents. I, I loved that. So, yeah, I think this is a really good thing. Like, we all have cynical, funny, fucked up stories for days. Pepper, pepper in a nice a couple of, of good soft ones in there. And I think yeah.
2: Also, we're all parents now. And I often think, like, what memories yes, am I providing exactly. my kids that they will one day be on a podcast in 2042 talking about... <laughs> What's going to stand out? <laughs> but but it but really shows you. I do wonder what things that we do will be memories and what things. But won't. it really does
0: show you that we get caught up in perhaps thinking that with your kids and those memories, they have to be taking trips or doing wildly expensive things. It's really not. And I remember that it was those simplistic moments where a parent took time to focus Absolutely. On you Absolutely. And, and, and what you enjoyed. And and I don't remember the times where exorbitant amounts of money or anything were spent. We didn't really necessarily have that. but But I do remember – the times where it was simple yeah sure i don't remember that trip we took to indonesia at all (laughs) all right (laughs) okay um why don't adam we're gonna talk about this kind of behavior um because it's coming up you know the angry gloating and we don't know where it's coming from we do
2: it's coming from adam specifically all the time
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Dad. Let's watch MacGyver. That's the same as going to Bali. Uh,
2: that is. Tell me how more how
0: how more on brand it is that? Your mom used to sneak you out to matinees to see At Amelie the and, and, and early you're Co- Coen Brothers film. That I'm seeing MacGyver while my mom's eating wine. McDonald's <laughs> on a Park Island. <laughs>
1: hey, we all. We all landed at True TV. Okay.
0: We
3: all landed at True TV. We all ahead. did the
2: same cartwheel and stuck
0: Let's- to the landing. <laughs> if you have memories like that, we challenge you to do this. Try it. Try to maybe if you're gonna be having a, a holiday meal, you're kind of dreading a little bit, maybe try to you know, put a few happy memories in the chamber. Uh, you know, or uh if you do have any happy memories that you can write succinctly, share, share them. We'll retweet them you know and and i think people sharing positive memories uh can often cause other people to go to that place so, you know i think it creates a positive space and uh and a day around uh, everybody um, but great job, you two! I, I, I really, I love you. Nice challenge, and, uh, a pleasant challenge yeah, nice, from Ben for once. Oh, thanks! Yeah, next time thanks, we're man. gonna be doing knife training. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, we're, we're 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 bringing in a
1: chimpanzee that's trained for this. He's the instructor. <laughs> and, I mean, you're gonna need that. <laughs> Don't forget to wild. breathe
2: pillow
0: for this next challenge. <laughs> All right, well. Why don't we do this? You know what I mean? That's that catchphrase. I Ooh, want to put yeah. that on his shirt. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? You know what I mean? But anyway, uh, let's listen to some live stand up comedy and who better to listen to because this is from our live show that happens the last Saturday of every month. And this next comic is going to be headlining the next Grawlix. And we are so excited about this. the
1: The synergy of that, the synchronicity of that. Uh, all of I it. doubt you're going to find it on any other podcast. You're podcasts. not. You're not this, this kind guy, of
0: stuff. He's a favorite. He is a Grawlix favorite. That is And for I love sure. this voice. Raspy. It connects with people. It's angry, but it's vulnerable. Uh So everybody... Mm wonder why you like that <laughs> everybody please enjoy this clip from dave ross and when we return we've got more show of course the best third act in the biz and also we're going to tease next episode's challenge you're gonna you you do not want to miss this stay tuned
3: <laughs> it's been such a crazy crazy holidays for me it all happened this year it all boiled over And literally this happened to me this year. I told my dad, my childhood was fucked up, and he said, sorry. What? What the fuck? That doesn't happen fucking ever, ever, ever. And it happened Christmas morning. I don't know what happened to me. I was just like, dad, and he was like, we'll listen. What? He listened to me the whole time, received it. My mom tried to interject and he was like, let him talk my dad became a listener? What the fuck is going on? This only happens in Michael Bay movies. Right at the end, the world is gonna blow up, and then the dad's like, actually, I'll blow up, Uh, and I'm doing it for my son. And then every grown man in the theater starts crying, because all we want is for our dad to give us the football or whatever, you know? Yes, my dad apologized. What the fuck? That's insane. I'm not okay with it, quite frankly. That's not okay with me. You're, I, fu- my, this is, you're, I need this. My entire identity is you're fucked up. Now you're better? So what the fuck? So now every time I'm a dick, it's my fault? This is bullshit, man.
1: We are back. To all our thirders, welcome, oh, to everybody that's just tuning in for the best third act in all of podcasting. It's nice to see you, and yes, there was a great episode before this, but as you guys know better than anybody, none of that fucking matters. Here we We're are. We're in the third
3: the- act of Touchdown. <laughs>
1: oh, I just like God. to watch a race finish. I like to watch a race finish. Fuck all the... 24 miles of that marathon what are the last two about
2: i fast forward movies to the credits that's what i want to see do you
1: really yeah yeah i like to really. see who they think i like to see the team behind it show me the sausage and that's what this adam you gotta does. stop of saying
0: thanks. show me the sausage to football yeah,
1: it's players. show me that sausage that's not how you say people it People don't, don't want it to it's see like, it Peel back the curtain. Show me that sausage. Don't
0: say peel back the curtain either. Hey, um let's do you guys who's behind that curtain with that sausage? No. Show it to me. It's, it's when you do it at the right no? fair it's problematic. Uh okay. <laughs> so, uh do you, do you both have any thanks? Anybody did thanks? I'll throw it out there. What about the rents? What about we thank the rents? Okay. I know Andrew doesn't want to, but I, I Andrew Thank your parents right now.
2: Thank you, parents, for the happy memories there. There, yeah. Thanks. And how hard was (laughs) that? Thanks, mom and dad,
0: for the happy memories. We appreciate it. This episode would not be possible had you not given me some happy memories. And that's all that (laughs) matters. So. I got a podcast. thank you, John and Linda. I appreciate all the happy memories. Andrew, well. Thanks, are you feeling confident that you can stick the landing on the song today? How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, honestly, you need to build yourself up to deliver yeah, this because I
2: just Oh, All right piece of cake I, I stretched We you've been getting complaints from some thirders what A lot of thirders we've been playing say you're the phoning, remix version uh, I haven't even had to do it lately I've been I've a just, lot
1: of thirders say you're going ding on the old phone is that what? Is that the <laughs> saying I don't like that either. I am
2: going ding on the he's phone he's
1: going ding on the phone he's phoning phoning it off going ding Andrew
2: once two people three. come to the third act to hear Adam stroke is what uh, <laughs> that's why see again inappropriate guys a sausage
0: sausage <laughs> The curtain, the stroke. Let's all just... Right.
1: No, getting it on, phoning it on, ding-a-ling, ring ring, right. uh, right. Phoning <laughs> it on. I'm saying
0: try Here it. Here we uh, go. Let's hard. do it. Plugs, plugs,
1: plugs, 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 yes. plugs, 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 yes. plugs, plugs, Yeah, all, all right. good to be back. I'm fired up. I'll go first. I'll go first for everybody living in northern Colorado, specifically Fort Collins. I'm at the Comedy Fort, November 18th and 19th, this weekend. So pack it out. I'll see you there. It's going to be a blast. It's a great, great club. I'll be there for four. Definitely check that out.
0: We love the Fort. We'll D-Rod and the whole crew up there. Uh, I have a couple. Um, This is uh, I'm going to be doing a benefit at the O, which was uh, formerly the the Oriental Theater here in Denver. Uh, There's a great benefit for Johnny Crow, who played bass for the band Reno Divorce, uh, passed away. Well before he should have. Um, So there's Reno Divorce is playing the dendrites, record thieves, curious things. I'll be doing stand up. Um, Please, if you can support that Saturday, November nineteenth. Also to the fine folks of Petaluma, California, (laughs) wherever that is, Uh, just north of San Francisco. (laughs) That it's a real. real place. November 20th, I'll no. be doing a show at the Roaring Donkey. You can come and check me out there. Ben, uh, you
2: don't have to make up show promo
0: to say. No, cool. I just, am going to be it. there. I'm, you you, you guys caught me. I'm just flying to random places and hiding out and making <laughs> fake show posters. But I will be at the Roaring <laughs> Donkey in Petaluma. Come on up, November 20th. Uh, you're going to have a blast, uh, I promise. Er- 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 buddy, though... I think it's important. We plug our post-Thanksgiving small business Saturday show. (laughs) Our sad Saturday. So it goes Black Friday, sad Saturday. Uh, And that is November 26th. And what
1: a lineup. Am I right? No, I want to stop you right there because no hyperbole. Our home for the holidays, Grolic shows are always the best fucking show. I don't know what it is, but I feel like people are ready to get away from their family. They need to come to the Grolics, and they're always fun shows. Guests drop in. It's just a really good environment. And and the lineup is
0: already fucking banging. Tell him what's no, on the way. It, it's Dave Ross uh is gonna be headlining it. And then of course, local favorite plus three stuffed
2: turkeys. Hey, I like what you did there. Oh, and after you know the I mean? Grolics, yeah. I'm headlining in comedy f- work. So if you don't want to go to the Grolics, come to my comedy work show.
1: And again, our <laughs> offer stands if I you will come drive to you. the Grolics and you want to go to Andrew's shows right after, and you're cool, and you're ready when Andrew's ready, he will I'm drive you to that show. I'm renting a party bus
2: so I can take everyone, okay? Mm-hmm. Give him advance warning. Be fucking cool. Don't be creepy. You can ride with Andrew inside. i yes, the seats down just, in my wagon. I can fit a lot of bodies back there. We're stack of, you up like I'll drive you down.
0: You better bring weed. Okay. <laughs> uh, as always, all of the links to those shows are down below in the show notes. Um, also, everybody... What the fuck are you doing? Review this pod cra- ca- broad crap, assholes!
2: This pod crap.
0: <laughs>
4: Review
2: it. Review this podcast.
0: Review, Review this,
1: this pod this podcast. Crap.
2: guys. We are tuned up for this third act. It's Review <laughs> this pod crap. Subscribe to this <laughs> Crab Past. Follow on this Laud Post. We Everybody. Like to, <laughs> we like to prep you, for the third act by having producer Ron hit us viciously with a tack hammer in the head. And then <laughs> then it's time to yep. record.
0: Listen, <laughs> folks, leave a review. We've been getting lots. Thanks for the ones we've been receiving. I want to say that right off the B. And that's Should <laughs> I read one? Yes, I'd love for you to read one, Adam. Bail me out here. It's a
1: five star because honestly... That's the only level people leave. That's the review. Everyone gives us five-star reviews because we're doing a five-star job. It's by a guy named Tom After Dark and then it says marry me? question mark. Question mark, yeah. Right. And Tom says if parentheses when my li- my wife leaves me, I want to marry this pod and have its babies. And oh. we've done some of the science and it might be possible. Yep. I don't listen to podcasts, but this one quite literally has me wheezing and laughing so hard that I've had to pause several episodes just to catch my breath. And so is Andrew during the recording, but it's unrelated to the humor. He's just aging (laughs) before our eyes. Seriously, my cheeks still hurt from laughing. It's hysterical, informative, wholesome, heartwarming, and precisely what our mildew-stained shower tile of a planet Needs wow. right now I like that I like that This pod is a rock hard 11 out of 10 <laughs> Chris Okay he does listen And I'll continue he does to listen. <laughs> listen And promote it For as long as it's still around Wow P.S. Please don't tell my wife That I have a plan For when she leaves me That That's is a fucking fun. review That Thank is Thank you fun, Tom. Tom For listening Tom I want listen. you we to appreciate say appreciate taking the
0: time I, I want to say I want you in me And I want you to Empty yourself into me And I want to take okay. And make your pod okay. baby I want to kill Carry the oh. baby for Mark for the podcast. I want to put that out there right <laughs> now, wow. guys. I want his baby in me.
1: And <laughs> if you. Full
0: gestation, guaranteed. Yes, wow. and if you don't already, Legally, you can- it's mandatory. <laughs> you have you to take your pod to term us, now. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the Tickety Talks. It's always going to be at Grawlix Comedy. Please share some of your childhood memories. Look for the positive if there are any. If there aren't, we apologize.
1: And contrary to the rest of the world, we're, we're doubling down on Twitter. We're We're refocusing our efforts on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, As we're going blue team, we think we're it's got we're paying
2: whatever it takes we're going twitter oh, yeah. blue how much for nine check yes, marks we'll pay yes. i'm getting a golden check mark hell yeah but dude. you know what supporting us on social media leaving reviews isn't the only way you can support our prod you can also join our patreon and that's hugely helpful <laughs> stop <laughs> procrastinating join our nice. patreon wow <laughs>
3: Wow-y. We have a Patreon that's got three that different
2: levels you can support us at. It's got all kinds of bonus content. There's ad-free episodes. We always try to put anything interesting or fun. For example, in this episode, we have bonus great childhood memories on there. Oh, yeah, we did do that. That's we've got great. some mm-hmm. we've got some fun extra memories on there. Um, so anytime we get good bonus shit, it's going on that Patreon for you. So And can I tell you guys what I like to say about our, our Patreon? It's not just a house. It's
0: a home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And also remember to check out those bloopers from the previous episode, from the horror episode. We also, we're going to have a new boy crazy coming down the pipe and I, and, probably inappropriate wording but let me put a hard emphasis probably on very pipe appropriate on this one. wording yeah yeah hard <laughs> emphasis on pipe uh <laughs> if you can't join patreon right now you can still support us by just telling your friends about this goddamn podcast just tell them
1: wait for the mailman when he shows up open the door scream the Grawlick saves the world in his face and watch as a new fan yeah, tunes. I mean, once
0: again thanks to all of you who support us get your own birthday shout out get your uh, get an uh, action access to all this exclusive content patreon.com forward slash Grolic saves down in the show notes click it thanks as always to our producer repressed childhood memory
1: ron doyle (laughs) we've pushed that down very very deep and i don't want to go to that place without a team of psychologists ready to help me
0: okay great team Yeah, professionally trained big team. thanks to Mike Henderson for your help recording the live show. And as always, our theme music is brought to you by the nostalgic Charlie Continental. Ugh. All right. Well, we got it all out of the way. But what's the next episode's challenge, y'all?
1: Oh, I'll take this one. I'll take this one porque en el próximo episodio nosotros vamos a disfrutar en el juego Bonito, aha
0: Okay, I think I'm gonna go back to our Spanish episode And see if I can figure out what the fuck Adam just said And that can't
1: be a good sign Before you get out of here, I'm going to just say Because today is her birthday and she'll hear this a few days from now Happy birthday to my wife, Katie, I love you and I know you won't get a birthday shout-out because we don't support this podcast on Patreon, so I'm just giving you one for
2: free. Love well, you, babe. Happy birthday. Wow, the gift that keeps on giving. Well,
0: I got to say quick. Play us out, Charlie!
2: Happy birthday, Katie.